Welcome to episode 26 of the Zone Talk Podcast. I am your host, Jamel. I'm back with Rashad, Devon, Knapp. Donovan is not here today. Uh, he's back with the fam. Uh, so, shout out to him. Uh, but you got us. You got us to talk to you about uh, some news in the NFL this week. Uh, not too, too much going on until, uh, you know, training camp, until the season starts, OTAs are, are done with. And so, slow news week uh, in the NFL for the most part. Um, but, you know, first of all, how are you guys feeling? How are you guys feeling today? I'm well. How good, are you? Man, good. I'm disappointed in all three of you. Arts? Reggie? I'm disappointed in all three of you. Ruh, roll. Father's Day weekend, I ain't get yeah. one text. He <laughs> won. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't oh, get a phone man. call, text, and nothing from all. Donovan, you too. Because you my oldest son. Oh, man. I'm most disappointed oh, in you. Oh, man. <laughs> my, my eldest. Oh, man. Oh, nah. Nah, but I, I had a great weekend. Um, a bunch of things went on. Spent yeah. some time with the fam. That's always good. So feel that. Feel that. Ready to yes, talk sir. a little bit of football this week, man. Absolutely. It's been hot in Boston. It's been hot. It's hot now. It's hot. <laughs> it's warm. It's warm. Nah, it's not warm. It's hot. It, it is. It it's is hot. hot. It's scorching. Um, but you know, another reason I'm excited to get the fall. It's my favorite season. Um, easily the best weather. September. Hoodie get, weather. Yeah, you get even September. You get like the long sleeve weathers. Yeah. You know, the evenings are real nice. Then you get to the middle of fall. And it's like still hoodie weather, sweatpants. Yeah, like you can you can still bust the shorts for at least yeah, a couple weeks word, in September. Word, but um, then you watch out for those dudes in December. Yeah, those wearing ones, shorts. Those, those <laughs> we call y'all criminals. <laughs> for real, this is y'all up to y'all something. commit crimes. <laughs> but uh, economical crimes. <laughs> white collar. <laughs> But uh, let's get into it. Um, some news in the NFL this week. You thought this was really interesting. One uh, uh, of you guys threw this in the chat. I think it was Rashad. Um, but Alvin Kamara uh, has become the growth and engagement advisor uh, for NASCAR. Uh, so he is partnering with NASCAR to help grow the sport and its fan base. Um, and per NASCAR, Kamara will work alongside the sports marketing team based in Charlotte, North Carolina, with his role focusing on connecting new audiences to NASCAR quote, through immersive and educational experiences that help them learn more about the sport, unquote. And so um, this is pretty exciting news. I mean, he seems to be very excited about this opportunity, being able to do something in his uh, free time in the offseason. What do you guys think of it? Yeah, I'm not super tapped into NASCAR. So initially when I saw it, I was like, oh, shit, Kamara right. about to go racing Indy 500. I'm like, then right. I, I read the article. I was like, oh, it's actually like a pretty big step for just him and uh, athletes stepping out of the lanes that of just like being uncomfortable and just doing things that you wouldn't do normally other than just work out and play football and go through a regular season. Now they have different business ventures and different things to take on. And I hope NASCAR does well. And I hope uh, Alvin Kamara's voice is one that helps them. I think undoubtedly it will. I feel like 
they got the right guy. Because I feel like Alvin Kamara, like, he has a fan base. And the, the type of people who cheer for Alvin Kamara, like, I just feel like they're they're going to open up a whole nother, like, fan circle, basically. Because yeah. Yeah. it's like, I mean, I don't really watch NASCAR, but, like, I watch Alvin Kamara. And so, like, if he's sitting there preaching NASCAR or has NASCAR ads on his Instagram and stuff like that, like, it's going to obviously, like, intertwine the fans, so... I think it's a good move by NASCAR knowing that, you know, the NFL is so much bigger than them and like people really like their attention is focused on the NFL. So they to like try to, you know, finesse some of that attention, I think is a good idea on their part. Yeah, I mean, it's cool. Um, It's a win win for Kamara and NASCAR. You know, he's he's bringing in the fans. He has the platform to, you know, he's working, I think, with fan engagement and development. So um, I'm sure his role is to get attract as many fans as possible and you know the following that he has um i think it's great um i think also it's pretty cool that you know in nascar uh, you don't see as many minorities so he's bringing that um you know he's building a platform and ha- having representation within the nascar the sport of nascar that's very um, good point. so i think that's really cool this is a huge power move um and just you know, speaks volumes to you know these these guys like Devon said these guys or not one of you, but um these guys don't only play football, um so they have a lot going on other than you know working out, playing football, going out there on Sunday. So um I think it's cool he's able to use his platform and engage with fans and you know I'm sure a, a couple a few more people at least are you know more intrigued by by the sport of NASCAR you know again. Obviously, this is part of the, the plan between, you know, the deal that they, the partnership that they had. Um, so I look forward to hearing more things come out about it and see where the sport heads um, after, you know, this, this uh, I guess, contract, you will, that yeah. he has with NASCAR. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think it's uh, uh it's exciting. I mean, it's obviously, as soon as I heard it, I'm not, I don't know anything about NASCAR. Uh, I know Dale Earnhardt Jr., um, and that's probably come on, Jeff, come on. Gordon. Bubba? Jeff Gordon. Jeff oh, yeah, Gordon. And Bubba, and Bubba, and Bubba. I know Jeff. I grew uh, up with Jeff. Danica Patrick. Number 24. Uh, Jeff yeah, Gordon. I just remember who was in the racing games I was playing. Yeah, Jeff I, I ain't gonna Gordon. lie. I had, I had a, um, a NASCAR PS2 game, but like it, uh, it got pretty boring, as you yeah, can imagine. Yeah. I was gonna say, I was on a Nintendo 64 with it on the on the NASCAR games. Yeah, Nintendo 64, so. definitely. Nah, yeah, that's fire. It's uh, it's nice to be able to see these guys venture outside of, you know, obviously uh, just playing on Sundays like Rashad said. You know, I think the thing about NFL players, too, like out of all the sports, like this is the sport where people see your face the least. And so you always have a helmet on uh, when, you know, when you're playing the sport. And so oftentimes uh, it can be harder to recognize some guys and others. And so I like the idea of branching out and um, being able to put their face, you know, up doing X, Y, and Z uh, to be able to get their own notoriety up there um, and then pursue their own interests. I mean, Kamara talked about this is something that he picked up during COVID. Like, he said, we weren't able to go out. I wasn't doing anything. I used to just throw them on, and all of a sudden, I started watching it. I mean, Rashad, uh, you know, Rashad started watching baseball during COVID. <laughs> so <laughs> he never really watched baseball, uh, in my experience, <laughs> nah. uh, prior. But, um, you know, during COVID, he, you know, started watching baseball, became a baseball fan. And so... Um, I started playing Warzone. <laughs> <laughs> we all did. Didn't, didn't we all? We all right. I started potting. <laughs> <Jeez>. right, right. <laughs> 
Uh, but it's definitely pretty interesting. I'm excited to see uh, what other pe- what other guys uh, maybe follow behind this or take another route um, and decide to endorse one of their favorite companies or something that they really enjoy. So uh, definitely is really cool. Um, and just thinking about some other guys uh, in the past in the NFL who've had some interesting careers, to say the least. Uh, one of the first ones that comes to mind is uh, Von Miller. Uh, now, for those who don't know, Von Miller majored in poultry science at Texas A&M. That's crazy, honestly. Like, <laughs> what? Like, I would have never thought that. If you would have been, like, guess Von Miller's major, I would have probably said, like, business management or, like. You would have named a hundred different majors. Yeah. And you still wouldn't have gotten it. Poultry I, science? I only know that because they did, like, some inside the NFL yep. thing with him. Yeah, and he yeah. has a farm with, like. Ridiculous a lot of chickens. Of chicken. Yeah, he has a three thousand square foot poultry farm with forty chickens. So, yeah, he, th- this is life for him. Like, well, no more eggs. He don't got to pay for eggs ever again. Yeah, for real. <laughs> he probably sounds them. Yo, it's crazy because that's probably the one of the biggest parts of his meal. He probably eats eggs every day for breakfast. <laughs> like, like. Dudes that work out like that, though, like in on on strict regiments like that, he probably eats like. Yeah. Hard boiled, at least at least few hard boiled oh, eggs every day. He's saving mad money on eggs. Yeah, <laughs> he's probably making money on eggs at this point. Or <laughs> 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 don't a chicken lay like an egg every day or like two eggs a day or something like that? Something, yeah. I, don't I don't know nothing about but chicken egg habits. <laughs> but that is that is pretty dope. I mean, I'm sure he could probably uh, make a little money off of it at the very least. But I wonder if it's like just a hobby for him. He's like, nah, this is just. Me and my chickens, like like yeah, having think, a dog. <laughs> yeah, I feel like he definitely understands, like, the financial gain he could get from it. Because I feel like, you know, like, I mean, that's like, you could, like, sell to, like, a restaurant or whatever on a consistent basis and, like, make money off, like, a, a chicken farm. <laughs> I don't know of anybody out here who is that enticed to sell chickens. I mean, if you're that in deep, you majored in poultry science, you better know you how to monetize platform, that. So they know where he's at. It's Vaughn Miller, so... Need yeah, some some true. eggs, some chickens. Yeah. Von Miller got them. Von Miller, Von Miller got them. He, <laughs> yeah. he got the chicken. Von Miller, he got the chicken. And he don't got to monetize anything. He got a nice NFL contract <laughs> to sit on. That. Yeah, he he, <laughs> he could just hang out with his chickens and do what he do. He's good to go. Uh, another guy still playing in the NFL, Jimmy Graham. Um, very interesting character off the field. Uh, apparently, when he is not playing football, uh, he spends his off season as a stunt pilot and posts a lot of his videos on Instagram. What? Uh, yes, is no. <laughs> a stunt pilot. Hold on. <laughs> so we going. Hold we on. Gonna hold on. A stunt, like a stunt double from a so, movie stunt. So you ever seen like those air shows? Like it's like one of those guys that like. Is up in the air doing tricks with the plane, oh, like up, wow. down, oh, stuff, like, up, down, around, yeah, so, doing so, all that. So, so Jimmy Graham, you you're six eight, and you want to choose to spend your off seasons where you got millions of dollars to spend, do or save, or just chill, and you want to do one eighties and flips and airplanes, bro. Live your life like Chad Johnson said, <laughs> man, but. But yeah, hey, I hey, thought I thought you was gonna them, say them I thought it was gonna be something basketball related because he did come out of I think he played college basketball. He's one of the he one of the he's, NFL players. He was a good basketball. Him, player. Antonio Gates, a long list of players that played college basketball. Julius Peppers. Julius Peppers. Um, there was a guy that got drafted a few years back. He was on Baylor and played for the Cowboys for a little bit. Uh, Rico Gathers. Gathers. 
Uh, something like that. But um, you, you know what's funny though now? Um, I've I've been seeing a lot more recently like college basketball players who are like, you know, who like know they're probably not gonna go to the NBA are just starting to like lift and think that they can like go to the NBA, yeah. go to the NFL now. I mean, they've always thought that though, to some extent. Yeah. Maybe more so now because it just they feel like it happens more often. Like you always hear about, hey, he's transitioning from X to to this. Like, yeah. Like it's like, oh man, like that would be crazy because of size. Usually the intangibles are pretty crazy, like the size, the height, the weight, and all that. Um, but it's I can only imagine the difficulty in actually doing so. Um, like go being like Antonio Gates, just going from playing. Being a stud college basketball like player, stud. like be, that's your main thing, like where you excel at that almost. Then they are the same at that point in his career that he did in football. Well, better, better. At- well, that's what I'm saying at that point in his career because it's like you know I mean he ended up becoming a Hall of Fame Hall tight of Fame end. tight end. You know at that time it's like damn like. Maybe you could have did something with who? <laughs> <Dang. laughs> Imagine if we got the six nine Matt Barnes receiver. Oh man, for like, did he play football? He, yeah, yeah. He, yo, he, he was, was like all he was, no, he was the number something. one. He was like number one receiver in the country. He had twenty seven yeah. touchdowns his senior year at high school. Jeez, that's six hard. nine. I remember him saying he was better at football than he is at basketball. Yeah, like in high school. I mean. When you're six nine though, or like six eight, you're yeah. like you got no, you got no option. You gotta go, <laughs> gotta go grab a couple rebounds, <laughs> at least. Word. At least. Uh, and then one of the most interesting hobbies um, that I thought you know was pretty uh, interesting. Um, <laughs> Justin Tucker is a classically trained singer, and in the past has been asked by both the Baltimore Symphony Orchestra. And the New York Opera for his performances. And that's not all. He can sing in seven different languages. Yo, that's crazy. Bro, they always say kickers <laughs> are the most interesting people in the world and some of the I weirdest people in the world. And and it's just like, it's just so true. Like the the kicker personality is, the well, the ki- whole kicker dynamic is crazy. Because yeah. like, they don't hang out with the team during practice. Yeah. But they're in the locker room every day. <laughs> but they not in the corner of the locker room where, you know what I mean, it's all happening. But they close by. They close Word. enough by. But then they do weird shit like this. Well, not weird. It's actually pretty dope. Like, anybody that can sing, like, kudos to you. Because That's like the NFL I, of the orchestra. Yeah, you or know. Or the singing. Bro, but, but to be able to not only sing but sing speak and be able to sing and speak in seven different languages seven languages is is unbelievable yeah that's just that's different bro you know that's that's way better than you know robert griffin the third's little sock collection yeah he's got a nice sock collection yeah we we, were (laughs) yeah well i'd much rather get uh an offer to go sing in the New York opera than have a dope cut sock collection any day. RG three is actually, he has a a couple of offers as an analyst from like ESPN and well, he knows Fox. (laughs) Yeah. But speaking on RG three. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's (laughs) tough. That'd be nice for him. I mean, it would be nice to see him get paid for football without playing and getting hurt. Yeah. No, there's (laughs) like, I've heard there's like heavy interest in, in those uh, jobs, like both companies like competing to, I guess with contracts to uh, land them. Yeah. So speaking of ESPN employees, did you see that Paul Pierce is like about to start like some dispensary or whatever like that? I don't know why you said ESPN employee. Well, yeah, Paul Pierce, former ESPN, no, 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 no,
equipment does not work for ESPN. Yeah. <laughs> that video Paul is Pierce hilarious. is on to new endeavors, and we, we support him as the city of Boston and whatever he does. The truth. Yeah, I got to um, – I was going to say, I know we got a couple more guys on the, the list of interesting th- hobbies these guys have, but I think it's, like, really cool, you know, these guys using, like, their platform, like, a lot, like a lot of these these hobbies and stuff, they or things that you know they're interested in, they wouldn't be able to take up on without you know the money that they're getting from the NFL. You know what I mean? Like some guys in the NFL, you know, some of them like you know they consider them consider themselves like music artists, like rappers, like you know Le'Veon Bell. He's uh he's pretty well known as a being a rapper off the field. So I think it's really cool. Like you know they're able to do their jobs on the field, make some money, and then you know contribute that towards whatever they like to do yeah, off the field. So it's inter- interesting to see, like, you know, what they do off the court and, you know, using or the off the field, sorry. Yeah, because no, um, we kind of, like, skipped over that a little bit earlier, yeah. like, when we were talking about Von Miller, because, like, there's no way, like, I could see any of us or any, I can't see people being able to, in this day and time, just being able to up and just, like, start farms and or just, Yeah, like, exactly. Or <laughs> like, just be able to, like, do things like right. that and, like, with him, that's obviously like a hobby and a big thing that he likes yeah, to spend yeah. time doing. And if there wasn't football, like he'd probably yeah. be broke doing that, exactly. spending every exactly last dime point, yeah. on it. And now he can just relax and do it. And it's yeah. kind of just like more of like a therapeutic yeah, like you thing. See, you see a lot of guys like the gaming industry, like a lot. That's like the like oh, professional yeah. sport, professional athletes yeah. and Ky- like Kyler gaming intertwined with, with like Twitch. Clan, yeah. Like all that. Yeah. That, all but guys. also too, like, um, like fishing into stuff too, yep. like a lot, a lot, a lot of, of guys, guys, a lot of, guy, a lot of guys are like into that. So yeah. I, I can see in the future, yeah. like if there's any type of like competitions, like that are gonna be tough. But I could see some football celebrity fishing because Deion Sanders and uh, what you um, what you call it from the I am athlete, uh, Channing, um, Channing, Channing Crowder, Channing Crowder, yeah, yeah. Channing Crowder. Uh, they always talk about like how the how like therapeutic it is for them. Like after all, all that football, all that time they've put into football, like just to sit down and yeah. relax and fish again. And it's also like, you know, breaking those, those stereotypes as like the, the typical, you know, football player, like in the, the day, like, you know, they're human, just like everybody else, like professional athletes all the time. Like there's just in the spotlight all the time, so much pressure and all these, you know, things that are said about them. But at the end of the day, like, just like all of us, like we got other things we like to do outside of, you know, talk about football, you know, play yeah. card like Devon said, like, yeah, you know, but these guys, these guys are obviously on a, have a bigger platform. They're able to allocate, you know, finances or money towards the things and kind of branch out more and open up different avenues for themselves and do all these cool things that you wouldn't have guessed about them. So I think that's pretty, pretty cool. Definitely. I agree. And I think it, uh, ultimately it, it really humanizes the guys that you're watching exactly. on, the, on the field. You know, uh, you may not know them outside of football, but once you start to get to know them, as opposed to just being the fan that's angry at your team and angry at a player, uh, you might actually be thinking like, you know, this is a good dude. Like there's a person behind the helmet in the shoulder pads that goes home to do, you know, their hobbies, yeah. be with their family, the same things you would do, uh, for the most part. And so, um, it's always good to remember that because I feel like so many fans can just get like so wild with that um, in terms of just not being able to humanize some of the guys that especially uh, are, when it comes to team. fantasy. Yeah. Oh, fantasy is just, just like, a, a just whole. Give me those monster. numbers. Give me the numbers. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's so many players who end up tweeting like, y'all don't give a damn about your fantasy team. Like, get yeah, out my fucking yeah. face. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I am. Uh, 
I'm guilty of that. Yeah, yeah, we know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you know, my fault, Saquon. Word, no, not no, just as a vendetta. No, no smoke. I rush for a thousand this year, and we all good. For real, for but real. But if you don't, I'm back on your ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but um, speaking of crazy fans in general, um, you know, I was thinking, outside of usually our primary team, you're from somewhere, you'll have a team, uh, usually rep where you're from, or maybe you just, you know were influenced by that team when you were younger. Um, but I feel like everyone has a secondary team that you always secretly kind of root for um, or just those teams that you, you, you hope they do well, whether it be this year, next year, in a few years. I feel like at some point you want to see them do well. What do you one, guys think about uh, some of your alternative teams? Yeah, one, the one that comes to mind, I remember, honestly, a couple actually come to mind. The first one was uh, the old Chargers teams with, like, um, LT oh, and, yeah. like, Phillip Rivers. I'd be like, oh, yeah. if any situation, like, the Pats weren't in it, I'd be like, I'd, I'd like to see the Chargers do something. But lately, like, not even just this past season, like, I would say, like, the past, like, five years, I've always wanted to see the Raiders do well, bro. Yo, that's mad. <laughs> I don't know why. Like, Do you know what's funny? In, like, 2010, my pops told me, Yo, Mo, them Raiders gonna be alright. Sylvan <laughs> Black's gonna be alright. Watch, watch. And, and and I was like, you know what? Like, I rock, I'm gonna rock out with you on this one, pause because like he he we kind of stumbled on Oregon together, so I felt yeah. like we this might be one of those yeah. same situations. So, sure enough, we watched the Raiders. They win like six games. <laughs> <laughs> and Pops like, nah, we good, we good, we good. they gonna be alright. So yo, they they keep improving. Then they get yeah. Derek Carr, and, yo, and, and yo. So it's the Raiders crazy. have been it's, that. The Raiders was, is interesting a lot. One of those teams for me too. But yo, recently, there's some other teams. The like, Raiders, the Raiders. I don't mean to cut you off, but the Raiders are supposed to be like that year. The year the Pats won the Super Bowl, they were supposed to like give New England a run for their money. That y'all know, remember the year yeah, Derek Carr went down. Yep. Like yep. they were balling. Yeah. Then he, he went, went down like thirteen and three or something like that, right? Yeah, like, it was something crazy. Yeah, was he solid. led them to like a crazy season. He probably a career year for him, or just a year that really stuck out. That's probably twenty sixteen. That but, year, yeah, yeah. all the comebacks. When like, we were talking about a couple episodes. Once we he, he went yeah, down. He had, it was eight, like, he had eight comebacks in that yeah. season. Yeah, yeah, eight fourth quarter at comebacks. That, at that point, it was like all right, the Pats are gonna win it because like at that point in time, it was like the Raiders. You know, they were like a top team in the AFC at the yeah, time from yeah. what I can remember. But um nah, yeah, that Oakland, was definitely a year that was that was they were Oakland at that time. Yeah, now they're Las Oakland. Vegas, so shout out to shout out to the Oakland Raiders, man. But um they got a new stadium, everything. They they opening that up. Everything is this, new over there. <laughs> this uh <laughs> this year, right? Definitely, this year? definitely gonna have to oh, yeah, yeah. catch a game <laughs> nah. there at some point in yeah, the near that's, future. That, that's gotta be a great place to go see a game. Like I Man, you in Vegas, they got a whole new stadium. You know everything they got going to be top-notch and elite. And then the casino is right there. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, like, man. man, this is a dangerous I would setup. go see the Las Vegas Raiders. I, like, they don't got to be playing the Pats. Like, if they're playing someone, I'll go. Word. So, like, that that makes me feel like, you know what, I'd probably be, like, a fan of them. Yeah, you, I can see why they moved there because yeah. he wasn't going to Oakland. Yeah. I, definitely, I mean, I might have, but. No, nah, not chill out. Oakland's, like, right by the Bay, San Francisco. Yeah. No, nah, yeah. Not, I'm just saying you wasn't gonna go yeah <laughs> that wasn't gonna be like oh i need to hit yeah, let me hit yeah, oakland yeah, yeah, yeah. you might have went to the bay went to san yeah, fran yeah. visit jack shout out yeah, jack. nevada nevada's <laughs> like j-bug nevada i think is it what's the the cap is it the capital that's like right in the corner of like it's like on the border of like california and then like uh, carson, carson city. city i don't know it might be yeah i it, mean well 
Vegas is only like a three, two and a half hour drive from from like Los Angeles or something like yeah. that. So I can't imagine. Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not that far. It's like I mean, it's not far for the West Coast. Like, I don't know. I just associate that with like Cali. Nah, you know what I, I mean, I like they mean. ain't go too far away. One one of my uh, <laughs> one of my NFC teams, because I, I like obviously we got the Pats and then like the Raiders are also in the AFC. But one team I always like from the NFC. Is Rashad's brother's team the the, the Cardinals. Cardinals? I always yeah. thought, yeah. like, I always just thought they were like a dope team, and yeah, they always have players that you like that I've always messed with, like run through their organization. Always Word. like Larry Fitz. I don't know why, like Kurt Warner, Carson Palmer, like those are some guys. Like just growing up, Word. I kind of like always <laughs> like watching. Um, they had uh, Tyron Matthew was there for a little bit. Edgerin when they, James, uh, yeah. Edgerin James, a little bit. Edgerin James. They had uh, they, Patrick Pete, Patrick Peterson, Tony Jefferson, and then Chandler Jones. He was like one of my favorite uh, defensive players on the Patriots. And when he went there, I was like, I'm, yeah. st- I'm still with you, bro. Like <laughs> if they went, if they come out to NFC, I'm I'm rooting for you. Now they got DeAndre Kyler. Yeah, they it definitely they're like, one of they them teams. It. They got like a lot of appeal to them. Like yeah, they got a whole. You look lot at of you look at like. Like the the players that they have, and then like the offense, it's just like it's just tailored. It's just like you just think like offense, and you look at the Cardinals, like the way it's set up. Kyler Murray, the read option, his ability to use his feet. Um, but that's definitely like a fun a fun team. You could just throw on the TV and like, oh word, like yeah, I can watch them. Entertainment out of their <laughs> yeah. games these days. One team I feel like it pains me to not see them do well is the Seahawks. Uh-huh. Like, cause I'm like, I feel like they always yeah, have like the, the ability. I feel like they have the ability. Sean Alexander. Well, yeah. not, not not way back then, like the Madden 07 cover. But um, <laughs> nah, like the Seahawks last year, I, I feel like part of it has to do with the fact that I had Russ on my fantasy team. Like whenever <laughs> I would see the Seahawks struggling, I'd just be like, wow, like they're so much better than this. And like, I'm not even a Seahawks fan. Like, so I know it must be difficult to be a Seahawks fan in this day and age. Yeah, they be, were in the Super Bowl not that long ago. Yeah, it's not getting easier. It's yeah. like gotten harder each Incredibly year. Incredibly And their division is tough. Like, yeah, yeah one of the toughest. Probably, probably the toughest. These, yeah, yeah probably, probably arguably the toughest. And um, for me, uh, I would have to say my like secondary team that I'm always like low key rooting for is Browns. the 49ers. Uh, 49ers, because back in the day I was a big Patrick Willis fan. <laughs> Man, before Luke Keekley. That was that guy. was that dog over there, Navarro Bowman, Alden Smith, Justin <laughs> Smith. Oh, Stop playing, bro. That defense was sharp. It was crazy over there, and then you came up short. They always came up short. I mean, um, speaking, of the, speaking of the Seahawks, that's who they was competing against. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Every well, year, and they they made it to they lost the Super Bowl to the um you the guys. Ravens. Yeah, the Ravens. Yeah. Yeah, and they had uh, Mike Singletary as their head coach back in the what? day. Uh, yeah. That was, they did have Mike yeah, Singletary yeah, for a couple of years. Yeah, bro. Obviously, Vernon Davis. Yep, Vernon Davis. He's been one of my favorite tight ends uh, Crab for a while. Tree. Crabtree, they had um. Who the, said uh, that to you? Crabtree, Crabtree. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you ever try me with no? Hey, we got who, throwing that who, on there. Who said that to we you, Richard? Who said that to you, Richard? Crabtree. Joe, thank you so much, Richard. Let me ask you the final play. Take me through it. Well, I'm the best corner in the game. When you try me with a sorry receiver like Crabtree, that's the result you're gonna get. Don't you ever talk about me. Who was talking about you? Crabtree, don't you open your mouth about the best. Or you, I'm going to shut it for you real quick. L-O-B. I'm done. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, Niners definitely be a team that, um, you know, I'm not mad to see them, you know, when they are winning games. 
you know, that's just one of those things. For yeah, me. I feel like seeing them add Trey Lance would give me more incentive to be a fan, like, because I feel like he's an exciting player to watch. So it's funny. I never liked the Niners. Like, I was never a fan of like their their organization team or anything. Like, they always have like a like yeah. they're always like a power like one of those upper teams that like I don't like the Cowboys either like but like I I, I don't like the Cowboys more than I don't like the Niners like the Niners like, like likes the Cowboys yeah <laughs> nobody likes the Cowboys but like the Niners I don't know they always just have like Hall of Famers and stuff around the organization you, you like all my these mind, prolific bro. names bro I was it's just, just like, like yo like Without those guys, your organization hasn't done anything in the past like 25, 30 years. So you're saying like, without the Hall of Famers. Yeah. No, nah, I'm saying like, without <laughs> Joe Montana and Jerry Rice and who is the other quarterback? Uh, That's the history, Steve bro. Young. Steve Young. They had Steve Young as hey, well. Man. That's the history. Hey, Cowboys but, had Troy Aikman, uh, Emmitt Smith. <laughs> yeah, that, and that's why I don't like them. Like, There's all that hype around teams that won for a short stint. I was um, I was Have a 20-year run like the Patriots and then come talk to me. <laughs> Ain't no franchise doing. <laughs> speaking speaking gonna of, a, um, it's gonna be a long wait. The the Niners. I was like thinking the other day, like, like Jerry Rice's career, bro. Like, it's just laughable when you look up the stats and how he oh was able to, to like sustain yeah. like that level bro. of play over like twenty seasons. Bro. It looks like a myth, bro. Like, bro, <laughs> bro. Like, who's gonna catch up to bro, that? Twenty two thousand. Who's gonna catch up to that? Bro. Oh no! Nah, somebody's gonna get it. <laughs> no one's gonna get it. Bro. Oh well, with the way the league oh, is going, with the way yeah, the league's yeah. played now, somebody's gonna. But get no, no, no. But even so, I don't know because he is really like no, far bro. ahead, bro. But he was like, he's like seven thousand yards. Nah, ahead bro, he was like seventeen like years in, still putting up like fourteen hundred <laughs> yards. So like, bro, like, think about it this way: <laughs> the consistency is crazy. He has man. he has twenty two thousand receiving yards, and he played. That, no, 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 no. Think about it. He has 22,000. So that means you're going to have to have 22 seasons of 1,000 yards if you want to. <laughs> if you even want to compete with, with Jerry. So you're going to need a couple 15s, a couple Word. 17s. Like, it can't just be 11, <laughs> 9. Word. Yeah, yeah no, Jerry, Jerry, Jerry's numbers are just ridiculous. But it's still, it's still ran you. A quick, a quick story. I probably already noticed. Um, but like for our listeners, like I know we're talking about like teams we be fan of fans of, but people always ask me like why I was a Ravens fan, um, how did I become a Ravens fan? But so the story is basically back in back in the day they had Troy Polamalu, like that rivalry was crazy. Ed Reed, all of them, Heinz Ward, like the Steelers would be my team because I would I just remember like as a kid, like as a child, just like watching watching those teams play like every year, and it's just like at that point in time. Considered one of the best rivalries in, in sports, yeah. like in sports, bro. Like, yeah. and I just felt like I, I got to pick one team, like <laughs> <laughs> either like, Pittsburgh or Baltimore. Yeah. I think like the deciding factor for me was like Ray Lewis. Like, he was just yeah. amazing. That guy. Um, but I would, I would have, I could have very well been a, a Steelers fan if it, you know, wasn't for I guess Ray Lewis being that deciding factor. But you know, I mean, they're still going at it to the to this day, Word. both teams. And either way, you would uh ended up with uh. Well, had a Super Bowl in that time frame. You had Flacco win one 2012, and you had Roethlisberger win a couple. Yeah. So, either way, you would have had some. Not recently, yeah. but. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, it's definitely interesting. Uh, there are a lot of other teams where it's like, oh, I'm kind of rooting for them, but, like, I would never actually root for them. We did talk about. So, before y'all jump to conclusions, I'm telling y'all right now, the Detroit Lions. Oh, my God. All I got to say, I like what they have going on right now. 
I like what they have going on. Yeah, Rashad wants to document this if, so that if <laughs> this is on all record. All I'm going to say is if they come out of nowhere, I was the first one to say it. I like what they got going on. New GM. They got a nice O-line they building up. Penne Sewell is a steal. Um, yeah, Frank Ragnall too. Yeah, like so. they got they got a they got pieces. They got pieces so sure. far, but I'm not about to jump the gun though. But I think like that division's not gonna win for a while in my eyes. The like, team, yeah, right. like no, the division, like their division won't like do well. I don't like that. I don't know what it is about like that whole NFC North. Like you got like because like yeah, I always Vikings, say, the Packers, Vikings should be good. We don't know what's up with the Packers, but you know if they have a Rod, it's still it's still yeah, there. It's, it's still there. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, it's still yeah. there. Still, definitely still there is the lose, and then you got the Bears who coaches. <laughs> they, they just got a quarterback. Don't even, yeah, they so, don't, yeah. don't even get no. They don't. They, 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 they got even, they got a backup. <laughs> they got a backup. As of week one, he will be their backup. So they got a backup quarterback, and then you got. What the Vikings and the uh, the Lions? Lions. Vikings and Lions. Yeah, just got the Lions. A lot left, to work on. Like you know. It looks good on paper, but it's like, no, nah, I understand that. That's I'm not saying they're going to be good this year. Yeah. But I think oh, yeah, like, no, yeah, years right. to come. Like I yeah. think as far as where they're at, like they're they have a they like, doing a whole sweep right now. In terms now. of the talent they got now, compared to the talent they were getting in the years when they even had Matt yeah. Stafford and Calvin Johnson, I just think like, I just think they have a nice foundation right now, yeah. like just for the future. But we'll see. Hopefully, things pan out for them a little bit better than they have. But um. Uh, that's all we have for you guys today for the Zone Talk podcast. Stay tuned. We'll have another episode for you guys next week. Uh, follow us on all of our socials on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Zone Talk Podcast. And we'll catch you guys later. Zone Talk, Zone Talk, Zone Talk. I'm the type of make a move and don't nobody know. You don't gotta hide it if you wanna let it show, girl. All I need is anywhere a little bit of dope. So as I get them both, you know I'm all ready to go, yeah. Never mind them rookies, baby, come fuck with the pro. We can do it faster, we can do it slow. Never mind them knocks, yeah, leave them at the door. I know what your spots like, I've been there before. Yeah. I left my main hoe, now my son, my main hoe. Jigga chain clothes, live exquisite, they know. Before my plane clothes, get the bag and race home. Ain't got time for lame hoes or any of you lame hoes. Riding something for him, riding in that Zane low. Rich or poor, I'm still gonna live by the same code. Off the tone, it's how to think how I got home. I'm at the mall shopping, but I think I got those. I got drugs up in my system, I might go off. Hey, quarter on the beat, I told him go off. I ain't never been the type to show off. And I ain't never pressed, don't make me go off. Hey. Okay, I want a deal, but they be robbed. It's still my bike crib from north up to prosper. Speak kill these niggas, bite me hard, I feel like ho. They feel these niggas flex too hard, they care about hoes for real. Uh, top speed, oh, D, low key. On me, top speed, oh, D, low key. Shorty won't get drafted, but I'm only trying to blaze her. 20 out of 10 every single time I raid her. Probably got a hundred on the dice just like a racer. I'ma go top speed. I'ma go top speed. Yeah. I'ma go top speed. I'ma go top speed. Yeah.